Welcome and thank you for accepting the invitation to join us for our Bible study and reflection for November 11th, 2020. I don't know about you, but for me, the first sign of significant change brought on by COVID-19 was a decision to not hold in-person church. For me, that was March 15th. 240 days have passed since then, and during those days, we have had many opportunities to offer help to others, as well as receive help from others. During this unsettling time of isolation, fear, uncertainty, and anxiety, it seems as if the days move very slowly, but the weeks and months have flown by. I truly hope that you are spending devotional time every day abiding in God's Word. At St. Paul's Lutheran Church, our vision statement is learning, loving, living God's Word. Abiding in God's Word on a daily basis will help us all to live into that statement. Abiding in God's Word is much more meaningful if we have a historical and cultural concept of the author's writings. The folks at BibleProject.com make available many free resources that help us understand the Bible as one unified story that all leads us to Jesus. Now let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father and Most Gracious God, we thank you for your steadfastness and your never-ending love. Lord, we at times like this can go into survival mode and think only of ourselves. Please forgive us for turning inward and help us to look outward to you and reflect your love and kindness to others. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I titled this podcast, Give and Take, because it is related to giving and taking help. I know I have, and I bet you have as well, uttered these statements before. Hey, I got this. I know that. I don't need your help. I can do it on my own. I'm okay. Are these familiar responses to the question, may I help you? When you have been facing a seemingly insurmountable event in your life. Even worse, have you ever failed to hear someone's offer to help because you turned Turn them down? I am guilty of all of the above. Guess who calls on us every second, minute, and hour of every day to come to him for help? Do you remember his comforting invitation to all humanity? Listen to the reading found in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. And here Jesus says, Come to me all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Also, guess who instructs each one of us to help our neighbors? Listen to the reading from John chapter 13, verses 34 through 35. And here Jesus is speaking as well. A new commandment I give to you, 
that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another? Well, as you know by now, the answer to the question is Jesus, of course. Also in John chapter 14, verses 15 through 18, Jesus speaks to his disciples and he tells them, If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Jesus offers his yoke to every one of us, and he also instructs us to offer our help to others in the form of love. These verses give us both encouragement as well as challenges. We are encouraged because Jesus said he is sending his spirit to be with us, the spirit of truth. He also gives us a challenge or a commandment, if you will, to love one another, even as he loved them. Okay, so let's think about this offer and instruction. Jesus offers to us, free of charge, his never-ending love, and only asks that we pass along his love to others. Free of charge means we don't have to do anything to, quote, earn, end quote, his love or favor. Remember, Jesus loved us so much that he gave his own life for us so that we would be free from sins forever. Then God resurrected Jesus to swallow up death once and for all and offers the same resurrection to all that believe in him. What does all this mean to us on a day-to-day basis? Have you ever failed to hear someone's offer to help you when you were in need? Or have you ever turned a blind eye to someone that could have benefited from a little love and attention? When I read the verses from Matthew and John regarding Jesus' offer and instruction, I am always convicted because I am constantly guilty of trying to solve all the problems myself and not having an eternally thankful perspective for his promise of eternal life. We should strive to view others through the eyes of Jesus rather than our own judgmental worldview eyes. I have been guilty of viewing others as a raw bucket of clay that I can mold and form into the person I think they should be. If we truly viewed others through the eyes of Jesus, we would be less judgmental, more loving, more accepting, and more appreciative of them, and more helpful. The oft-heard saying, we are to be the hands and feet of Jesus until he returns, can be reduced to one word, love. I have spoken in the past regarding what love is and what love isn't. Paul reminds us all of the qualities of love in his writings in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If you ever think you are not good enough or not qualified to be the hands and feet of Christ, let me remind you that Christ chose a guy named Saul one of the worst persecutors of early Christians, to be his hands and feet. To me, it is truly one of the greatest intervention stories ever recorded. 
Christ took a fairly incorrigible person by any standard, intervened in his life, and changed his name to Paul as well, and transformed him into someone who shared the good news of Jesus Christ with all people. In the letter to the Ephesians, we are reminded not to help someone just so we can boast about it. Listen to the reading in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. Here is the reading. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now, one of our responsibilities when sharing God's love is to remember where the love originated. I like to make reference, and you've heard this before, it's a visual image I use of God with an overflowing pitcher of love. He pours out on us continuously, and it's our responsibility to pour out the God-given love to our neighbors. We are stewards of God's love, and it should never be for sale. Our neighbors, family, and friends do not need to earn the love of God we are entrusted with because we did not earn it. God gave and continues to give it to us free of charge. The love of God certainly does not grow if we try to hoard it all for ourselves and possibly share it with only a few we may deem worthy. God's love grows exponentially when shared with and by all humanity. Remember when I asked earlier if you'd ever turned down someone's offer for help? Well, when we do not share God's love, we're guilty of turning down Jesus' instruction to love one another. It has taken me years to understand that, and I don't have the ability to completely handle insurmountable issues by myself. No matter how hard we try, we cannot cure a loved one of cancer. Remove the feeling of grief experienced at the loss of a loved one. Make someone believe the good news of Jesus Christ. But we can share the love of God with each other and trust God to ultimately give the cure to the afflicted and growth to those searching for the good news. We may be imperfect vessels, but as representatives of Christ, we are carrying his perfect message. To show our appreciation to God for his wonderful gift of never-ending love, we must give it away in our every thought, word, deed, and action to all of God's people. You are a child of God. You receive God's love constantly, and you are more than capable of sharing God's love with all. Let us pray. Most merciful God, you are the giver of life, the giver of love, and through your Son, Jesus Christ, the giver of eternal help. Teach us, O God, to take help from others, as well as to give help to others. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go in peace, serve the Lord.